With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to Open Mic Night, where we discuss anything from the paranormal to world headline news. And now your host, Bishop James Long. So for those of you on Spreaker, hello to you and welcome to the presentation. And of course, now welcome for those of you who are listening to Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Howdy to you guys. For those in Clapper, howdy over there. For those of you who are on TikTok, howdy to you guys. Uh, so I appreciate, yeah, we're on a, a, quite a few uh, platforms here. We have, um, I don't know what in the world. I don't know why. But all these wires, you know, these wires are just so crazy. Um, anyway. Um, Okay, I'm Bishop Long, and I appreciate you being here on this beautiful, beautiful evening. Uh, it is Saturday. You know what? Today, we just roll, we, we chill. Today is a chill-out day. You know, it's a chill day. It's a Saturday. We're just, this is a, uh, for those of you who are brand new, welcome. Uh, this is open mic night. Uh, so, for those of you who don't know, this is how we do the show. For the first half an hour... Uh, Miss Wilma would jump on. Miss Wilma is a great friend of mine. She's a family. I consider her family. She's known her for about 25 years. Uh, she comes on and we just goof off and have a good time. And uh, she tries to tell some jokes. She tries. And uh, boy, it's... Whew. And But anyway, we're going to bring her on here in just a second and uh, talk about 30 minutes or so. She doesn't like to talk about uh, paranormal, scary stuff. That, that scares her too much. So she doesn't like that. Uh, now, uh, to uh, later on at 8.30, so that everybody knows, because I'm sure people will keep asking a million times at 8.30, we'll get into your paranormal questions and your demonolo- uh, demonology questions. But we won't be doing that until 8.30, which is about 28 minutes from now. All right. That's how we are rolling with the, the, the punches here today. Speaking of uh, what a crazy day, speaking of crazy, 
of course, I have to say hello to uh, Miss, you know, uh, the crazy woman. Yeah. Here we go. So we 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 know you know she has to have her own. So for those of you who don't know, Miss Miss Wilma has her own introduction. You see, uh, she's a. Uh, She's sexy and she knows it. And boy, do I have a story to tell you about that. Oh, I cannot wait. I have been... Every time I hear that, uh, I just... The idea... I'm telling you, folks, uh, this is Miss Wilma. She, uh, she is... Um, yeah... Who says that? Who says give me some beat? Who 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 says give me some beat? I mean, really. But anyway, Miss Wilma does. So that's that's Miss Wilma, and um, oh yes, okay. Well, hello there, Miss Wilma. Appreciate you joining us, uh, Miss. Uh, I'm too sexy, and I know it. Well, I'm, I, I, I'm, I am not. Well, you may you may think that you're not, but I think that you think that you are. I think I'm not. Well, let me tell. So everybody, let me just say something about Miss Wilma. See, Miss Wilma, let me tell you what, what 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 she likes to go around, and she likes to she loves she loves to go to like stores, and then she says, "Oh, sir." I don't know if I can be able to get this cart out. I don't know; it's too heavy. So she's a little, so she's a she's a little Southern belle. Yeah, she's a little Southern belle. So let me tell you what Miss Wilma did. She went to Walmart. She went to Walmart, and Miss Wilma is pregnant. Okay, Miss Wilma is pregnant. She, you, you, yes. Yeah, yeah, there, there you go. We can applaud that. Come on. We can applaud that, everybody. Miss, Miss Wilma is pregnant because she she had a kid. Some you gotta tell the story. Who what happened? What happened with the with I, I don't want to tell the story. No, I, I we, forget it. No, 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 no. You should have see that's the thing. You should have never told me. That you should have never ever told me. Well, since you don't want to tell it, I don't want to tell it. We just skip it, okay? Okay, so I'll tell it. Well, Miss Wilma, <clears throat> so uh, it, it's better if you tell, because if I tell, I'm okay. going to I'm going to really add a lot of juicy part to it. So, so you might as well just go ahead. And, you might as well fess up. Okay, I went to go get my hair cut, and uh, so because I'm going to have procedure done next week, so I want to get my hair cut. So you deliver a baby, yeah. And <laughs> well, there's some women in there where they went on ahead of me, you know, get their hair fixed. Well, there's there's two or three men in there. And there was Billy and Henry and, you know, Frankie and I don't know the other guy's name, but anywho, oh, I was sitting there talking to all of them. Yeah. And I, I talked to Billy and he got to talk to me about this guy. Well, he said, I, I, don't, I don't own a computer. So, I looked it up on my phone, and he was looking at it. He was bending really, he's bending down really close. And we were just talking, and... So, wait, 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 did you, 
did you say he was bending down real close? Yeah, he, he was. Ooh. Please continue. Anyway, he, he was a little bit closer. Not real, but wanting to be. So anyway, we were talking, and he gave me a little peck. Ooh. Really? So I did. Just gave me a little peck, and I thought, uh, I didn't know what to do. So I just you know, know kind of, do. I grabbed my, my face up. Oh, yeah. I said, yeah, this guy, you know, I got to talk about the other, the guy you talked about on the computer. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, my stars. But actually, I wasn't going to tell the story to Bishop Long because, but my sister and the friend saw him do it. So they, they was like, oh, we got to tell we got to tell him. We got to tell him. I was so, it so then they then they went home, and then they they got to know each other. And of course, I don't even know him anymore. No, 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 no. You're and you had lots. You had you had. And, and hey, you know what? That's okay. That's you know what? He gave you a kiss right there on the on the cheek, and um, you gave him a kiss on the cheek. And then he gave you a kiss on the forehead, and you gave him a kiss on the forehead. And he only gave me a little pet. That's it. And and I don't even had seen him or talked to anything else anymore. You really liked him, didn't you? I did not. He wasn't bad looking, but I did not. There you go. That, there you go. So, what would you say something about the uh, the the fire? The fire is uh, the roof. There's um, snow on the roof, or something. I don't know. Some saying that you used to say. There might be snow in the roof, but there's still fire in this in the fireplace. Uh huh. See, Miss Wilma, look. Well, 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 I, I that's right. Yeah, uh, Shannon, my, my sister says uh, pecs are how it all starts, Wilmer. Uh, sweetheart, it was just one little peck, and, and I haven't seen him anymore, darling. Oh yeah, Hi, you, honey, how you doing? You got the you but you got his number. One little peck. Yeah, you got his number, and you and and you did like him. That's okay. Good for you, Wilma. Go, you go, girl. He 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 wasn't he he wasn't that bad looking, but that that's okay. Here's the million dollar question. The million okay. dollar the million dollar question is is did he have a wedding ring on? No. She looked. You see, folks, oh, 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 she oh, looked. She didn't. all three of the men. What? Three. The, uh, the studio audience is booing you right now. They thought they were thought you were in love with that guy who gave you a peck, but you're checking out and making sure that all I, three of them don't I have. Talking to the other ones, and they all didn't have any money. So when the guy was giving you a big smooch, you were checking out the other guys and it, seeing it, if they have a ring on the fingers. Man, it's like that's like they all get in line and they're taking up. See what <laughs> Will was. No, no. What you guys don't know is Wilma's a little player. She's a little player. She is, and I'll tell and I'll tell you why. I tell you, let me let me tell you something. Wilma knows. Wilma knows. See, she tells me things she shouldn't tell me. But uh, see, for example, when she was in school, and uh, you know, because they had stairs, you know, going up, they had uh, first, second, third floor. So Wilma then says, "Oh, I've got to walk up these stairs with my books." How, how am I going to ever get up these stairs with my books? I, I, I didn't say 
things. I was just going to this. We had three flights of steps to walk up. Uh-huh. And, and these boys would come up and say, hey, Wilma, I'll carry your books for you. Mm-hmm. I mean, they was just being nice and carried my books up there so, for me. So, oh. And you're telling me that 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 was it, huh? You're telling me that these boys just wanted to yeah, carry your, carry your books. Okay, so yeah, I dated a few, but oh, there we go. Now we're finally telling the truth. Now we're getting the real. <laughs> see, no, I you, mean, slowly, I did date you slowly get the truth out. You slowly get the truth out, but it's oh, inter- but gosh. I think it's fascinating. So you were like, oh, you batted your eyes, and you had boys. I Seriously, honestly, she she showed her she was wearing um, uh, some I think some, I think it was pants. She not a dress. She was a, I forgot what it was. She was on a scooter or something because she has multiple sclerosis. And she talked about well, she liked this one guy, and she was <laughs> yeah yeah Wilma. Go ahead, you want to tell the story? She was showing some leg. He had a cowboy hat on. He mm. was mighty handsome. I tell you, well, he he had a girl. Could been his girlfriend or it could been his sister. And anyway, they were, I, I had to stop because I was driving. Uh-huh. And they was going down the aisle. Uh-huh. And I thought, woo, baby, he looks good. And I told my friend, I said, I just wonder if I raise my breech leg up, get my leg to shake, and wonder if he'd come over. And my friend, of course, she starts cracking up. And, and she's like, well, what about that woman? I said, well, once he sees my handsome leg, he'll get all about her. <laughs> So you, so you raised that leg up and then you broke your hip. But I didn't do it. I just did it for a joke. I, I don't I don't do that. No, Wilma Wilma raised her leg and it was like. No, I didn't raise. I never raised my leg. That's that's what it was. You, you you raised. I never, honestly, I never raised my leg at any man. But you did. You did show your legs. You you did where you were kind of like, hey, how you doing there, sunshine? Hey cowboy, I'll be your I'll be your cowgirl. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Hey, he was good looking. See what I mean, folks? Can't take her anywhere. Can't take her anywhere. You can't even take her to Walmart. My sister and my friend said can't take her anywhere. Can't take. She's on fire. I mean, she she is like. I'm telling, and she lo- she rocks the cradle. She rocks the cradle. Talk about all you got to do is all I got to mention is Zach Efron. Zach Efron, and I mean. You see what I mean? I mean, this is what I got to deal with, folks. This is it. This is what I have to do. That baby can sing. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure you're watching him sing. Don't know me, but I know him. Boy, do I know him. He's good looking. You know what's interesting? Uh, I was telling when I was uh, filming in Los Angeles. um, On the way to Los Angeles, I had to go to Colorado, and then from Colorado, I had to fly to L.A. uh, for the show that I did. And uh, I, can't, I still can't talk about it, but anyway, that's another story. But but uh, I sat there, and I had no idea. Uh, I don't know who these people are. So I, I'm sitting there t- talking, and I have several things that I have to look through to you know, kind of just make sure that I'm all organized for the shoot and the filming and all that stuff. And, uh, he, you know, we just started a conversation. He saw several things that I had. He said, so are, are, he said, I'm not trying to be rude, but are you – or in the um, you know the, the television because he saw several things that I was using like the scripts and the contracts. I said, "Yeah, I'm doing a show here and uh, blah blah blah." And so we got to start talking, and he, I was asking, do you, "Are you uh, in movies? I mean, do you do movies? You do television show? Do you do theater?" 
And he said, well, I've done a, f- a few movies. I said, well, that's great. That's fantastic. What kind of movies? And he lists them off. And I have no idea. I didn't know what these movies were. I had no idea. I, have, I, I don't. And so, oh, that's, that's fantastic. And he said, well, I'm Bishop Long. Nice to meet you. And he said, hi, I'm Zach Efron. Nice to meet you. Have, I had no idea who this person was. No clue. None. So I told Wilma this, and Wilma just was freaking out. She's like, you didn't get his picture. You didn't. It's like, I didn't even know who the guy was. But he, but he was real. But he was very, very nice. He actually gave me a because um, I was talking to him about doing ministry and things of this nature, and he gave me a, a really a nice um, little ne- like a bracelet that he wore, and uh, I gave it to Miss Wilma. So Miss Wilma has it, and so there yes. we go. I wear I wear it when I go out. Oh, I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do. It's like a calling. It's like a Batman calling card. You you wear that thing, and it's like Zach Efron, please contact. So anyway, I, like I said, I had no idea who who the person was, but. Um, but that's, what are you going to, I mean, I, I don't, I don't, there's not a lot, a whole lot of movies, especially these days. I just don't like a lot of movies. But okay. But we're, you have some jokes you want to tell us, I think. So let's, let's get into it. Yeah. You, you, you know what happened? They had a three ring circus the other day and I went and, and, and you know what happened? Uh, they, they gave you a job. No, I didn't. I didn't even get one ring, let alone three. <laughs> hey, that's good. I really. No, I, I, I think. I think my my joke. No, no, no. I think my joke. No, I think my joke was far better. Far better. They definitely get. You walked in. They said you're hired. You're hired. Did you say you had the runs? I, wait, I, wait, I wait, 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 Wilma, did you say you had the runs? Yeah, I had the run after the garbage oh, truck. I thought you said you have the runs. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, that would be pretty bad. I mean, that's. I, 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 I said I had to run. Okay, well, that's better. The garbage truck. Fair, fair enough. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, no, I, I think, no, I, you know, you don't say, you don't say. I'm laughing so hard. I thought that was so cute. Okay, where, what, okay, you really thought that was funny? Okay, well, thank you, thank you for sharing that uh, that very very funny joke. You know, my doctor told me that I look like a million dollars. Oh yeah, he did. Yeah, he he did. He told me I look like a million dollars. I asked him, was green or wrinkled? (laughs) Yeah, that's that's strike hundred. That is a that is a that is a that is a strike that is a strike one hundred. Man, it's get, it, it is getting crazy. It's, it's getting sad in here. Well, well, see, see if you see if you like this one. Probably not, but that's okay. <laughs> I'm going to get a drum beat, not no booze. 
<laughs> okay. All right. Here we go. Did, did, did you know that people are amazed at my brain? No, they are. That they, they are, but really, it's nothing to see. <laughs> okay. There we go. That's it. No. No, no, no. These, these are terrible. Look, I can't control if the audience, studio audience is going to do this. No, 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 no. Did, 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 you, did you see the movie about the hot dog? Please tell us about it. Yeah. He he, he was an Oscar winner. <laughs> he, he won an Oscar winner. You know what? You, are, you really are ticking the audience off. I mean, now... These jokes, these jokes are terrible. They are old. You know, Wilma's so old when she was young, rainbows were black and white. That's, wait a minute, that was a good one. That was a good one. I thought that was a pretty good one. I thought that was good. I'll tell you this one. Okay. My friend is mad at me. Why is she mad at you? Yeah. I told her her car wasn't running right. Water was in the battery, and she asked me where it was at. I told her it's in the lake. <laughs> okay, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. You're in timeout. No, no, you're, that, that is. No, that is timeout. That is a hundred percent. No, 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 no. That's that is that is that is. Horrible. Man, Wilma. You really do come up with these, don't you? Golly. These Wilma is so old her her Wilma is so old her birth certificate expired. That's a true statement. That is a very true statement. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. I'm going to drink. I'm going to drink. I'm going to drink on that one. I didn't say it, folks. I didn't say it. Mm. I, I don't come. Don't send. Don't send. What do you mean? Women are not. Um, don't send those. Um, I didn't say it. Miss Wilma did. Oh, my goodness gracious. I understand the joke, and I appreciate you explaining it to me. Uh, but thank you very, very much. I, I had no idea what the joke meant. I'm so glad that you you explained it. I, I, that's my favorite part. I, I, I like to explain them to you. Right, because I have no idea what the jokes are, and I'm so glad that you explained it. So that, but what what would I do without you? You're Matt Mighty. Welcome. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. Did you hear about the little boy feeling warm on his birthday? I don't know if I'll, oh, uh, that's kind of, okay, it's kind of creepy, but okay. Yeah, <laughs> he felt warm on his birthday. Everybody kept toasting him. Toasting him? Toasting him. You know what, Miss, you know what? You don't like that. In, 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 a, in a minute, 
in a minute, I think I'm going to have people going to be throwing tomatoes at me, and you're the one who's doing it. You're the one who's saying those horrible. I, 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 I tried. Okay, it's 22 after sauce. I got some stories. Okay, today, what, are your, what are your stories? Can't believe I was booed all <laughs> night, and I give it all the world, but it got you do. You absolutely you try, you but that's okay. I, I, I got hurt feelings right now. Oh, that's it'll be okay. You can talk to your therapist. Okay, so what's uh, what are you? What are you? Hey, I don't have any therapist. And it shows. I don't. I don't need any. Boy, with your jokes as bad as they are, my goodness, you might want to speak to one. All right. So what uh, what movie you got from nineteen twenty? In a burial, in a <laughs> what? The heck? Let me is... try this again. Okay. <laughs> a student found a purse buried in in British Columbia's man's yard was returned to its owner forty one years after the bag was apparently stolen. A man was digging a hole for a fence post in his yard, and recently when he found an old purse that was, you know, laying there in his yard, the man opened the purse and found a well-preserved 1981 student ID, Wellington Junior's Secondary School. Wow. The resident turned his discovery over to police, who were able to identify the owner of the ID. They escaped. Her name was Lori. She was, she was identically had her, you know, somebody had stole her purse. Right. And they mailed it to her. She laughed when she saw her ID from the junior high school days. Lori said in her purse must have been stolen during the school year and was later dumped by the thief. Over the years, I probably just forgot about it. That Lori told the officers, she was if she was reunited with her card, and she also discovered that she also had a friend, Teresa, and she reached out to her. Wow! Isn't that something? Nineteen forty-one. I mean, nineteen eighty-one. That's pretty cool. That's that. That's a pretty cool thing to have. I mean, because you know, a lot of people are collecting the eighties and nineties things because it. They're all okay. Good. Uh, so that's pretty cool. That's that's really that's really neat. All right. What other little what other story do you got for us? An Australian bodybuilder broke a genius world record when he Goodness. completed three thousand one hundred and eighty-two push-ups in just one hour. Wow. Lucas Hemping, thirty-three, competed an average of over fifty-three push-ups per minute. To break the world's record. Golly. He, I know, he said he trained for nearly three years before taking on the record. The athlete told Genius World that he wanted his record attempt to inspire his one-year-old son to show him nothing is impossible. So his wow. plan is to put his strength to the test with more record attempts. That's pretty impressive. I mean, that's a lot of push-ups. 3,182 in an hour. How many push-ups can you do, Miss Wilma? Now, none. <laughs> Did you used to do push-ups? I used to do push-ups. Wow. 
I used to do, I don't know, maybe 10, between 10, 12, something like yeah. that, maybe. Cool. Minute. I, I used to be doing good, but of course I can't get much lower anymore. Now I want to tell you about my movie. Oh, good, a 1910 movie. Woohoo, let's go. Now, this is going to surprise you that I mm-hmm. that I turned this on. Okay. But I've never seen it before. All right. It's called The Birds on Netflix. Now, to begin with, no, I didn't finish this movie. <laughs> oh, my stars. It's It starts out as a lot, I mean, a lot of birds. But I didn't think anything about it. But while this man was getting his gas, and after he threw a match on the gasoline, Mm -hmm. it turned out to be flames. Those birds came down and started attacking him. They was going through the window, and they was poking on him, and he started bleeding. Let me tell you, I turned it off mighty fast. So this time i don't know what happened but i but i know that you like scary movies i think it's which, i i think there's a night i think it's a 1963 movie i think it came out in 1963 i believe it was march called the birds um yeah i i know, I know you, you all of y'all like scary movies but i thought well i thought but i wanted to tell you this one but you know because so you, I know could, you like scary you, you couldn't finish sorry, it sorry i couldn't handle it <laughs> But it is right. on Netflix if you want to finish it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, these birds came out from, no, I mean, there's on the wires, <laughs> and they started pecking on the glass. Them suckers broke the glass. Wow. And, 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 and they were chasing these people, and I thought, what the heck, they're birds. And you didn't finish it. So, so when I see all them black birds in my yard, I'm locking my doors. <laughs> You know, I, I want to hide under cover. You do something. Yeah, I, I said. I, I, I said. I, I said. Nineteen ten. Because when Wilma does a uh, movie review, it's usually from the nineteen twenties or thirties, and she thinks it's a new movie. But this movie came, it came out in nineteen sixty three. So, uh, but so it's a little older. It's a little older, Miss Wilma. Many people probably have seen it, and I'm glad that you are able to watch it. Not uh, just barely. Just, just a little. <laughs> Just a little, just a little yeah, bit of it. Just a little bit, but I tell you what, I, I I've seen birds before, but not that many. But I do. If we're, but, so I know you all like scary, but I thought all the birds. That's all. Oh, that's that's funny. Going to be comedy. It wasn't comedy. Well, I'm going to jump off here, okay, and let y'all get to your paranormal. And I hope everyone has a great night. And I love that, all of you, and God bless. Thank you, Miss Wilma, for being here. Thank you. I'm glad I got to be on. Hope I made everybody smile tonight. All right. Have a good night. You too. All right. Bye-bye. All right, everybody. That was Miss Wilma. She just, you know, jumps on and chats with us and just spends some time. So we always appreciate Miss Wilma being here. You know, she's a, she's a hot dog. I tell you that right now. She's, um, yeah, I'm surprised. I really am surprised she watched the birds. I think, here's what I think happened. Knowing Miss Wilma, I think she probably thought, oh, it's the birds. Oh, birds are nice. I, I, that's uh, Birds are really nice. That, that This will be a good movie to watch. I guarantee you. I guarantee you that's what she probably thought. 
you know, it's a movie about birds, so this would be nice. This would this won't be bad. I'm telling you, the, I I might, we'll have to ask her next time when she comes on, and if that was the case, I, she probably did. She probably did. She probably thought it was um, uh, gonna be a pretty little uh, uh, movie about birds. She loves birds. Okay, um, yeah, I'm telling you, she she is she is a. She is a, a kooky. She is, but she's pretty cool. We we like Miss Wilmish. We like her being here. So uh, she always likes to spend some time with us. And so there we go. Okay. So let's get into some of your questions. I know that some of you have questions regarding uh, demonology, even though we're always, we're always here. We're always talking about demonology. We're always talking about demons and angels and werewolves and vampires, but it's open mic. So we have a good conversations, and we just pretty much talk about anything and everything. But that's a good thing. That's a good thing. So uh, let's get into some of your questions. And if we don't have questions, believe me, I have. I'll, I'll, let me do this real quick before we get into some some of your questions here, because this is pretty. Uh, I, I saw some things, you know, um, people who sometimes criminals aren't the brightest, and I, I've got some uh, interesting. Um, yeah, some interesting stories that I like to share with you about good old criminals. Uh, a Florida man who was fired, who fired his weapon and shot himself with it during at least one burglary was recently sentenced to spend decades in prison. You see, Jason McCall, he's 28 years old, is found guilty on multiple burglary charges by retired judge Paul Ramison, who took senior status in the Sunshine State First Circuit Judicial uh, circuit over a decade ago. Anyway, the judge sentenced the defendant to 20 years in prison on March the 6th. Well, the, what happened is McCall was charged with 13 separate crimes in relation to a series of automobile burglaries that occurred between the late October 2022 and early 2023. Uh, in addition to stealing miscellaneous uh, items from the vehicle he burglarized, he stole a firearm from an unsecured vehicle. And McCall then proceeded to burglarize another vehicle with the stolen firearm in hand. While rummaging through the vehicle, McCall accidentally discharged the firearm and shot himself in the leg, which resulted in McCall pleading for help from the very person whose vehicle he had just burglarized. Uh, I just, uh, I can't make that up, folks. This is one of those things. It's... um, I tell you what, these people are very, very special. Very special indeed. Listen to this one. This is very, I like this one too. Well, the Newport News Sheriff's Office says two inmates tunneled a hole in a cell, uh, in a cell wall to escape the city jail building Monday evening. Well, Arlie Nimoy and John Garza were able to exploit a construction design weakness in the building by using a toothbrush, a toothbrush, believe it or not, and a metal object to make a hole. Well, outside... They scaled the security wall and escaped. So the jail annexed a minimal security facility. The two were discovered missing during a routine headcount. It was a tip from the public that led police to an IHOP in Hampton, where the two were reportedly eating around 3 a.m. Tuesday morning. The two were taken into custody without incident, by the way. So they just had to go to IHOP as soon as they got out of jail. Uh, you know, I don't know, folks. Uh, that's, uh, that's pretty interesting to me. Um, yeah, you get to go. Yeah, about me? Well, it depends on what questions you have about me. Well, listen to this. Yeah, well, what questions do you have? Well, we'll, we'll stop that. What questions do you have? And then maybe we'll, uh, I'll answer uh, and we'll go from there. Yep, animals do go to heaven because Revelation talks about animals will be in heaven. Well, thank you very much there, Jack's Paranormal. 
Um, my life story. Well, I, I um, well, that's a million dollar question, isn't it? Uh, depends on what you're what you're wanting to know. I mean, I, I talked about it a lot about my ministry, about uh, my calling to the priesthood. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know specifically what you're referring to. So if you have, sp- it's easier if you just get, uh, you know, if you have specific questions, and then we can kind of go from there. What about it? What about St. Paulus? Uh, okay. Yeah, are there any questions? I mean, yeah, this is, people are asking, so here we go. Let's go. See, this is why this is why I tell my sister Shan that I always have things prepared because otherwise you just sit here and look at the screen and I I'm not really interested in doing that. Um Well, there's a lot the greeting women I, I understand what you're what you're referring to. Uh and some people are, are some people argue, depending on who you speak to, say that um he wasn't degrading women in a sense that you're that we're thinking of that they're less than or inferior. And he was many times he was talking about religious life, uh, <clears throat> certainly the priesthood. But of course, I mean, he died uh, many, many. Gosh, I think he um, I think he. Um, I think he died somewhere in uh, was it 200s, 300s, something like that. Uh, it was a uh, first in the second or third century. I don't some somewhere between that. Um so but there's a lot of people that are that are absolutely 100% supportive, but there's a lot of people besides just him who have denigrated women to a point. So I know. Um there's a now are you uh, there's a now I don't know if we're talking about the same person because there's a feast day. Uh, his feast day is January the 30th. So uh, that doesn't uh, in the Christian church. I mean, so I believe he was uh, he he uh, followed Polycarp, I think. Uh, I'll have to go back and look at all my because I, I haven't really read up on him. It's been a long, long time. Um, so I mean, he was highly intelligent. He was a he was very, very intelligent theologian. So uh, he was. A, I know he was a, opposed to Roman uh, bishops who. Uh, soften the, the the penitential system to uh, like to accommodate the large number of uh, new pagans. He was very much against paganism, and he. But 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 keep in mind, he reconciled with the church. What, what, what a lot of people don't know this, and uh, he died actually as a martyr. And so they were. Ex- I believe they were exiled. He and another pope was exiled. So. But he was he was a hardcore. I mean, he was he was a bit. I think he you know he was a highly intelligent theologian, but I think he was also very rigid, in uh, some of his theology. So, um, I don't know if it's um, I can't remember the pope that he was exiled with. I, mean, I can't remember the name, but uh, from my understanding, there they, when they passed away, their bodies were actually brought back to Rome. And so, okay. Um, interview with an exorcist, catch it. Interview with an exorcist. Um, I don't. I don't know what. I don't understand. 
with me? I, 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 Lady uh, V, what do you mean by that? I've heard about the creeper. There, there's a lot of people that are absolutely con convinced that uh, these creepers, um, many of them have, are many people who have described the creepers uh, have experienced also sleep paralysis. And there have been a couple cases that I have learned from that people have told me where they, it was not a sleep paralysis episode, where they were wide awake. I mean, this, they've even said that they've been into, to uh, paranormal investigators, been into locations where they described this creeper that was actually crawling. It looks like it was crawling on the wall. So um, I, I have not seen a, creep, a creeper. So I can only give you basically what people have told me and uh, their experience with it. Uh, but it certainly is um, it certainly is something that I would like to investigate. But I have never, in all the investigations that I've done, I've never seen what, how, what I would define as a creeper that you're referring. It's a, like, you're right, it's a, it's a dark entity uh, with the tadpole legs that, that uh, JoJo is saying has been seen cr crawling on the ceilings that people have claimed to have seen. Now, there are some people that are saying, well, no, that people are getting that confused with shadow people. So really, the, the, I have not seen conclusive evidence that shows me that the creeper exists. I've had a lot of people tell me that they've had experience with this, but as far as um, me seeing it, I, I have never, I have not seen it. So there we go. I know Bill Bean. Uh, well, people get possessed by the devil through a variety of reasons, but there are Perhaps you might move into a location where um, you had a pre-existing haunting. It could be a situation where uh, you, I have wires everywhere, uh, where you uh, provoke, you paranormal investigate, you invite, and you uh, play with Ouija boards or any type of devices that summon spirits or communicates with spirits. I mean, there's a... a there's several ways that you can actually uh, become possessed. That's a, there's not just a one way. There's variety. That's why I tell people it's very dangerous to paranormal investigate. And I let people know that there are dangers that, that come with, with investigation. Okay. Um, we'll have another guest on Friday nights. I can. I'll have to see. I, I, it has to make sense. I don't want to have a guest on just to have a guest on. And, and because. Yeah, you, you have to. It's one of those things. I'm kind of one of those um, individuals who think, well, OK, if, if, if it adds something to the show, then that makes sense. So, for example, if I interview somebody who uh, is like a Dr. Jeffrey Long, who's a world-leading expert on, on uh, near-death experiences, well, that makes sense to interview him because he's the expert in that field. If I interview somebody who is, uh, whatever, who is an expert in, in a, astrology or astronomy or, uh, I don't know, something of this nature, then uh, like a science or psychology, then that makes sense. But when you're talking about demonology, uh, I'm going to... I, I'm uncomfortable with interviewing people 
about demonology because I have seen a lot of nonsense that's taught out there. And that concerns me because I don't want to use my platform to misinform the public about demonology because there's a lot of people who went on social media and watched the YouTube video and now they're, I'm, I'm the next sir and I'm, I'm an exorcist and I've been doing it for 50, you know, 50 years and they're 35 years old. So to me, I, I just, uh, I, I don't have, to, I have no tolerance for people like that. And there's a, it's really bad in the paranormal community. It truly is. It's very bad. There's a lot of people who are going around saying they're an exorcist uh, for, and they've been doing it for 30 years and they're 35 years old. What would you consider to be the scariest parlor trick you've personally seen? Uh, definitely when the demonic mimic um, uh, my, the voice of my aunt. Because, you know, that, that, that's when you, when you hear the voice uh, of a loved one who has passed, that does kind of throw you for a loop. It kind of startles you. But at the same time, also the eyes. I mean, the solid black eyes. I, so there's several things that... that the parlor trick will do. And even the, the exorcism that I did when I was the assistant, the body just kind of went up like in a V shape like this. And I hear, I heard the bones crack. I thought the person broke their back, broke their spine, but they just went up just like this, like in a V shape. Uh, and so, yeah, when you see something like that, that's, so there's a, there's a, but it's also the contortion of the face. That's unnatural. That's something you could not do. You, there's no way that you can, I, we could not physically, contort our face to look like what I've seen. They just can't do it. Uh, or the body. That's incredibly unnatural. So for me, I, I, I think that's, um, that would be things that come, these parlor tricks, but they are, again, they're parlor tricks and you, you don't, you don't feed into it. You just simply, you just simply don't. Yeah, I mean, uh, the, the incubus case was a terrible case. And, and, but that's the only, uh, again, that that is the only uh, explanation that, that, we could, that we could come up with because there was nothing. There was absolutely nothing that, um, that would explain what happened to her. Uh, the live, okay, I, I never did a live exorcism. That was, um, Janelle is asking, I tried looking for the video you did, the live exorcism with the paranormal team long ago. And that, see, that's the thing. I never, uh, it was billed as the live exorcism. Well, I, I have, I wasn't the editor. I wasn't, so I, it was a home blessing. And when I did this, I did that in 2015. And that was at the exorcist house. So, so the, the actual house in St. Louis. And the family actually contacted the executive producers and said, look, we want someone to come in here and perform the minor rite of exorcism because the, the wife was pregnant and she didn't want to bring a child into the home. So they contacted me and said, look, would you perform uh, the, an exorcism? I said, no, wait, I'm not performing exorcism on anybody on camera. They, no, 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 no. This is a, uh, um, the blessing of the home. That kind of, okay, fine. Now, I had no control of what they named the show. So, so it was advertised live exorcism, live exorcism. And people were vicious. I mean, quite honestly, many, many of the clergy in the Roman Catholic Church was just nasty, nasty, nasty. I mean, some of the things that they wrote about me that uh, were terrible, they just viciously attacked me. And I thought, OK, Gabriel Amorth. On 2020, in the 80s, I believe, 
performed an exorcism on an individual on camera. And that's okay. But I perform a house blessing. And I am now the Antichrist. I mean, seriously, it was, it was, it was repulsive. I mean, the, 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 the attacks that I got from some of the clergy members within the Roman Catholic Church was just, uh, was just unspeakable. And it's completely unfair uh, because they just went off on a tangent. It's like you're attacking me publicly, viciously, because I performed the house blessing. I mean, it was, it was very, it was terrible. I mean, the guy, the things they said, it was just, they tried to discredit me and discredit my ministry, everything. And it was like, over what? So, um, yeah, that was the, uh, Gabriel Morth was the Pope's exorcist. So, yeah, to, to me, I got, I got, that was very frustrating to see that uh, and to to experience that because it, it was completely uncalled for. I mean, you're, you're supposed to love your neighbor and. I had priests. There were priests in the in the Roman Catholic Church that just went on video and uh, television shows and posted writing letters to the newspapers, just bashing the heck out of me, thinking all this because I blessed the home. How stupid! But uh, that's um, oh, it was terrible. Yeah, and as a matter of fact, when I went there, we they had uh, some people on the top of the hill because it's it's a really tight. Uh, it's, it's not a very big neighborhood. And so on the very top of the hill, uh, there were a lot of Satanists. And they were chanting Death the Bishop Long and all this other stuff and doing black magic. And uh, because, you know, I was performing an exorcism against uh, the uh, exorcist house. But they were, I mean, it was terrible. So they had, the police actually had to be there to, you know, make sure that everybody stayed away. It was just, it was... But it was a live show, too. So that was a live event, live television. But yeah, it was just it's like, really, all this for a home blessing? Seriously? I mean, good grief. Yeah, but that's, yeah, I mean, I, I just don't understand. The thing is, is writing on someone's coattail, I understand what you're saying, Alice, but to me, that it was just so vicious. It's like, that's, I, I don't understand the viciousness. I don't get it. So, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're not supposed to. I mean, like last last time I checked, you're supposed to love your neighbor. You're supposed to love one another. But my gosh, it was pretty vicious. So anyway. It was crazy. It was crazy. No, I've never seen anyone crawl up a wall uh, on during an exorcism. I've seen the eyes go black. I've seen the, the multiple pitches. Uh, the mimicking of a deceased loved one. Uh, the the demonic saying it's a you know Satan, Lucifer. I've, I, that's happened several times to try to intimidate. Uh, the uh, uh, definitely a, a, a change of environment. I mean the heaviness you can feel the oppression is very very heavy. Uh, so I, those there are several things that I witnessed, but never someone crawling on the wall. I, I saw someone, I mean, with the contortion of the body, that was very unnatural. So that I, I've seen that. Disassociative identity disorder, uh, I do. Uh, they, they don't, from my understanding, uh, they don't refer to as multiple personalities anymore. I, I think they refer to it as disassociative identity disorder. So I, I certainly do believe that there are legitimate cases of DID. I, I do believe there are many people who are new social media and 
you know, say, I have DID. And uh, it's just, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm not a psychologist. So I can give it just an opinion. But based on it's just my opinion, it's an uneducated, I guess, opinion because I'm not trained in psychology. So as far as, you know, being a psychiatrist, I, I, I couldn't do that. But I certainly do believe that uh, that's a legitimate diagnosis. Yes. I do. I've been teaching the book of Revelation since January the 8th. So you can go all the way back out. Uh, you can go to my Facebook page, uh, facebook.com forward slash Bishop James Long. Just go all the way back to January the 8th, and I teach it on Sundays and Wednesdays. And I've been doing that now, like I said, since you, and we're, we're getting closer to the end. So it's, uh, but I, I teach it, and I invite you to definitely take a look at it. So definitely to do so. Um, are there people okay today since you've done X? Yeah, they are. Uh, thankfully, they are. Now, the woman who had the incubus case, she's passed away. She didn't pass away from the incubus attack. She had other health issues. But the last year of her life, she was no longer being attacked by the incubus. So that was not. And their family asked me to perform her funeral, which was, was very emotional. Because I grew to truly love the family. They're a great family. Absolutely love the family. Well, we know it was an incubus by uh, the nature of the case. And I, I'm not going to go into uh, into detail because I have no idea if children are watching. So I think that would be inappropriate. But good question, though. Well, th- there's a difference between praying to angels and asking for assistance. See, people get that confused when we, for example, well, you pray to Mary. Well, there's a difference between the, it's, it's terminology. So when we go to Mary, we do not worship Mary. Mary is not a co-redemptress. She cannot co-redeem. However, she can intercede just as much as you come to me and say, Bishop Long, I'm having surgery tomorrow. Can you please pray for me? That's all we do with Mary. Mary, will you pray for me? That's it. That is, that is it. We don't worship Mary. We don't, uh, Mary is not God. She cannot redeem us. And that's not taught in the Catholic Church. So there we go. Well, the, the rosary, that is correct. The Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. That's biblical. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, silly videos, parent. I appreciate that. What is the feeling uh, you get during exorcism? Well, I, the, the, uh, the entire room completely changes. I mean, it's it's a heaviness. And to be honest with you, when you walk into a presence of demonic, you know that it is demonic. You know that it is something other than. It is ancient. It's powerful, cunning, evil, pure evil. There, there's just, there's no way to describe it. There's no way to describe you. Think of it... Um, If you were to go into this most scariest location in the world, or if you watch television, or you watch a movie, and it's a really intense, scary scene, but now put yourself in that scene. You are there, and you're the one that has to help. So it is a very much a predator-prey type of situation where 
they will try to use you as a prey. Now, we don't, we don't have that analogy for as far as uh, exorcists. We, we pray for the removal of the demonic from the individual. But they definitely, demonic takes on a predatorial, no doubt, a, a predatorial aspect to them, to where they want to make you feel as if you're prey. So you just you just keep pushing forward. You just don't um, you don't you don't allow. No, Mike's fine. Okay. Yeah, I I, I don't. Uh, one time, uh, Talo uh, Talo says, I know, I know you don't you don't ask. Um, I know you always ask us not to mention demonic names, but what are the names so we don't mention them? If you can say the names. Well, I, I actually did a class once on demonic entities where I did give some names as to teach. Uh, but it's not a good idea. It's just simply not a good idea to mention demonic names. And most of you know some of the names. So you just need to stay away from them. There's no reason to even say them. There's no reason to because that, that can be a form of summoning. And so you just don't want to have that communication. You don't want to start that communication. And I would just simply avoid it altogether. Yeah, you, know, you, you don't want to do that. You just stay away from it. Uh, you know, there's no such thing as a conversation during an exorcism. When you're having an exorcism, you don't have a conversation with it. I mean, there's two things that we require during an exorcism. It's name and the hour of departure. That's it. I, I don't care. There's nothing else that the demon's going to say to me that I, they're going to lie. They're going to use every tool in the toolbox to try to throw it off. So they, we just keep going. So I, I don't... Um, we, there's no conversation. There is no. There, there's that's that doesn't exist. It just simply doesn't exist. Well, exorcism can take a while. I mean, it can, hours, days. Uh, I worked with uh, someone with the incubus case for three years. So it's not something that it's not. It, sometimes it can go for eight hours, six hours, five hours. I mean, it just it just depends. It just it it's except it just it just depends on on the demonic. I'm doing very well, thank you. Hope you're you're doing well too. I do not need permission to the Vatican, and actually, uh, even Roman Catholic priests do not. Uh, they need uh, permission from their ordinary, which we refer to that as their bishop, and uh, they have to have permission from their bishop to perform an exorcism, the solemn rite. Yeah, what do you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not going to have a conversation about football. It is, it can, it is exhausting. Uh, it can be tiring, but you know, you just push forward. That's why you always have an assistant with you, always, because you know we're human, and so it, it can be very tiring. But it's a repetitive prayer. I mean, it's just a repetitive prayer, and yeah, it it can last quite some time. Well, good. Thank you. I'm, I'm glad that you uh, that you were there for evening prayer. Well, hello there, Norway. No, 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 no. You don't need uh, bishop's permission to bless a home. No, uh, there many many priests, many many priests will 
uh, bless the homes. As a matter of fact, they'll also, I mean, you can even, the laity can bless your, you can bless your home called the epiphany of the doors and, or chalking of the doors, blessing of the doors. It's all the same thing. And so you can do that yourself. Uh, but no, a, a priest does not need a bishop's permission to bless a home. It's, a, it's called, well, you can just, like I said, chalking of the doors. Uh, there's a blessing of the doors, epiphany of the doors. So really, there's, there, it's all the same prayer. So you can check that out. And, but yeah, many times, if, if you're moving into a location, a new location, and you want a priest to bless your home, they'll be more than happy to do that. More than happy. Yeah, and they should. Uh, and they should. Or, or not, if you don't have a, if you're not Catholic, but if you have a pastor, a pastor should easily bless your home. I mean, that, that's just, that's a part of the ministry. Oh gosh, yeah. There's there's a vetting process before one is exercised. No, no, no doubt about that. The exercise is the, the the vetting process is extensive. Just because someone tells me I have a demon in their house and I need you to perform an exorcism, I tell them I don't do exorcism on command. So there there's a process that is required. It's non-negotiable. And so we have to validate the claims. Not only do we have to validate the claims through investigation, but the person has to have a psychological evaluation non-negotiable and then we proceed based on the evidence that we capture the psychological evaluation then we proceed either with an exorcism or not or if we can debunk it so i i i'm not uh, i'm not an exorcism is the last resort that we can't just jump into the first because it can be something that it could be explained baptism is very important oh absolutely yeah, would a demon ever possess someone who is alone? Sure, no question. Yeah, no question. Okay. Well, no, it's not. It's similar, but not. Uh, no, not the not what you're referring to as far as the Passover blood. But it is a it is an ancient Hebrew uh, blessing that they did. So uh, it's it's a beautiful beautiful prayer. I would encourage you to do that. Seriously, it's one of those things. It's it's a prayer that uh, I've a lot of people have talked to me about this, and I I've done it myself, and it it worked, and I. I bless my home once a week, every week, and I always do the chalking of the or the epiphany of the doors, or you know. Sister Sarah, you're going to have to give me more than Sister Sarah because there's a, I mean, Sister Sarah, who? It's a prayer call that you do for the exit. That's called the solemn rite of exorcism. Is it a normal part of the Christian walk to feel distance at times from the Father? You know, actually, it is, Annalise. And I, um, I, I read uh, Mother Teresa's book. And when I, actually, when I was studying in the Benedictines, uh, the abbot uh, at the Benedictine uh, monastery was one of her confessors. And of course, he can't talk, he couldn't tell us about nor nor did we ask, you know, what did she confess? But she and she wrote a book, and she even talked about it herself many times that her faith was challenged. Sister, I mean, we're talking. Everybody knows her. I mean, she's she was wonderful. She was a beautiful beautiful woman, but. She talked often about how her faith was challenged. 
because I've said this a million times, the closer you get to God, the harder the devil works against you. And so it is many times the saints talk about sometimes feeling distance, feeling lost. Saints, a saint does not mean that they are sinless. They are ordinary people who lived extraordinary lives and they have extraordinary faith. But that doesn't mean that 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 uh, in, those individuals who have no issues because they certainly do. Until they rot. Well, I mean, it's a torture of the body. It's a torture of the process. Yeah, you have to remember we are the living temple of the Holy Spirit. And uh, angels are not created in God's image. We are. And so the angels, in, the demons certainly enjoy destroying the living temple of the Holy Spirit, which we are, or which we should be. Yeah, I, I, I did not, met, I haven't met Sister Sarah from Ghost Adventure, so I'm, I'm not for sure who that is. I have no idea who that is. They certainly are, uh, Blue Moon. But, and in this case, well, during an, uh, an exorcism, there was no, there was nothing there. during When I performed an exorcism on someone whose eyes were solid black. I mean, the eyes were, the first time, the first exorcism I performed, uh, I was the assistant, and I lifted the eyelids to see where we were in the stage of possession, and they were solid black. But I've said this before, it was... Um, it was a blackness where it was, I could see my reflection. It was like a mirror. I could see. I could literally see myself. But I was looking in the eyes of an apex predator. I couldn't move. I couldn't think. I couldn't talk. I was stuck. And so uh, that's um, when you look in the eyes of someone who's possessed, which you shouldn't do, but it went because I didn't know. I wasn't expecting that one. It was the first time you know, I've read about it. You understand it. But then when you actually are there, it just it was it was uh it was that was a frightening experience. Yeah, it was paralysis. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, the tongue thing, speaking in tongues. I look, we all have gifts of the Holy Spirit, and I'm not here to judge anybody. However, I have seen some videos. It's like, okay, I showed about a Honda and Tamabota. It's like what Tamabota. I did a video once, a duet on TikTok, where they were. It was just like, oh, good God! If that's speaking in tongues, then I, I'm, I'm the pulp. I mean, it was no, it was pretty bad. I mean, it was yeah, chitty chitty bang bang. That's what the person said. I mean, chitty chitty bang bang. It's like, huh? It's like what? Okay. I mean, if you think so, uh, I did know Lorraine. I did not know Ed. Uh, right, from my understanding, we haven't had any cases lately of stigmata, but they're, they're well, they haven't had any cases that have been validated. But there have been people who've claimed to have stigmata. Again, I'm, I'm not denying that people can speak in tongues, but there are some videos that I did that uh, that I did duets, and it, it's, you know, uh, it's problematic. And, and, and actually, I think, it's not only is it problematic, but I think it diminishes the reality of people who legitimately do speak in tongues. So, well, it's a, I mean, if you're tired during the prayer, that's a, see that immediately just someone says, well, what, what does it mean if you're tired uh, while you're praying the rosary? 
Well, praying the rosary is meditative. And many times, it, it, for me, when I pray the rosary, it calms me, it soothes me. And it's a meditative prayer. And that's okay. If you get tired, your body's just responding to, uh, to it naturally. So to me, I don't think that's, people mean, is it demonic? No, no, I don't think it's necessarily demonic. I think at all. I think it's just, it's a meditative, calming prayer. And I, and I love, I love the rosary. I'm very devoted to the Blessed Mother. Yeah, Lorraine was a cool, she was cool. She was a cool person. Well, it's a process, Crystal. How does one know that they are possessed? Uh, it's not. It's more than just losing time, because you have to go through the stage of oppression, and that is a that's a torturous stage. I mean, it is torturous. So it's not just because you lose time. No, that's that could be a stage of amnesia, uh, but you do go into a, in a, I guess, in a stage of amnesia when you're possessed. But what leads up to possession is not something. Okay, you're possessed. It doesn't quite work that way. Yeah, I don't like any type of. Any type of device that you use to speak to the spirit world is very dangerous. Any time you speak with any device, because you don't know who you're communicating with. Uh, come out in Jesus' name. I haven't seen it. Um, did I get nervous at my first exorcism? Well, yeah, that, that time. Yeah, because when you walk into a room... You know, you can read about exorcisms all day long, but when you're actually in the presence of a real demonic, and I'm not talking about somebody, there's a lot of people who are out there, oh, I've seen an exorcism, I've seen an exorcism. I'm like, okay. But it's a, it's, it's a different, um, I can't describe the environment. I just can't. There, there are no words that I could use to describe what it feels like. Because you know, I mean, there's no, if, I mean, everything in your body is telling you to leave. It's incredibly intense. A very oppressive uh, and very sinister times a hundred I mean it's but there's a lot of people who say oh, I'm an exorcist I'm an exorcist I'm an exorcist I've done exorcism I've done exorcism and there's a lot of people who've done that and then they come across a real case and they and then they realize oh boy you know I this is a real case because there's a big difference between somebody, you know, falling on the floor and acting like they're possessed. And it's like, okay, you know, you've seen far too many movies. Stop playing games. You're wasting my time. Because there are. There are a lot of people who watch movies and they do it for, for to get attention. Matter of fact, after I did Ghost Adventures, there was a girl. Oh, it made me so mad. She lived with her grandma. And she, she wanted something. Her grandmother wouldn't buy it for her. And the, her grandmother was terrified because her granddaughter was acting like she was possessed. And she was legitimately terrified. She was in heart failure. So she calls me, and I say, okay, fine. I think she lived up in Michigan. So I drive all the way from Kentucky, all the way up to Michigan. It was almost like an 11-hour drive. And I showed up there, and immediately the girl started doing what she thought she was supposed to do. Now, I was furious. Furious. Because I, I don't charge. I, I had to buy, get a hotel. I had to get the, the, uh, pay for the rental car, uh, the gas, everything. And it was, an, it was a big act. It was a big act. And because, and then finally I got her to admit that she was doing it because her grandmother didn't buy her. I don't forget what it was that she wanted. And uh, that was just, I was furious because now that took away from a family who legitimately needed my time. And there was one woman who was, who was telling me, oh, this, the demons are going to kill me. And 
I'm, I'm scared and I'm terrified. And she was doing the whole nine yards. So I drove, I forgot how many hours to her home. And this was after I did the ghost adventures. And she, the whole time I was like, okay, what's going on? Let's, let's do an investigation. Well, we don't have to do it right now. Kind of, if you just let me know, how, how did you like it working with Zach? And what was it like ghosting? It was fine. But now let's, let's focus on what's going on in your home. Well, did you really have that experience, you know, that, that was going on in, in Bobby Mackey's? What you saw is what, what happened. But let's move on and find out what's going on here. That's all she wanted to talk about was Ghost Adventures. And I think that was that was a long drive. I can't remember exactly how long it was. But that's all she wanted to talk about was Ghost Adventures. That was it, Ghost Adventures. And see, th- that was frustrating because, again, I have to rent a car out of my own. I pay for it out of my own pocket. Then I get a hotel if I'm driving seven or eight hours. And then I have to get gas for the fuel. So that's money that I have to pay because I don't charge, never have. And so when people do that, it, it's very frustrating, really frustrating. Um, so now I don't do that anymore. I don't do that no more. So if, if someone tells me that they're living in a, a, a different state, then I contact a, a team that's reputable in that state. I ask them if they can help and to go and investigate, gather the information, and then present it to me. Teams that don't, don't think everything is a demon. And... Um, yeah, it's it's frustrating. So, what's this? What is this? Um, please help us from Georgia. We need help, but we have children, and we are doing this alone. Well, okay, J Trallen twelve. So, what I want you to do is, I want you to go to my um, profile. So, I've been up since very very early this morning. Uh, go to my profile on TikTok, and you will see the link tree thing. And if you click it, go to my, you'll see a Facebook. And don't send me a message here. I have over 12,000 messages on TikTok, so I, I just can't get to them. So go to uh, Facebook and send me a direct message. Make sure you follow, go to the right one. I have a he has risen on the background. And just send me what's going on and tell me what's, what's happening. And um, we'll go from there. Okay, is that fair? But I need you to, you got to do that as soon as possible. So if you send that to me today, I have to make a few phone calls tonight uh, for spiritual direction. People are asking for some help. And so I'm working on a couple of cases that are pretty violent. And, um, yeah, they're pretty violent. So uh, I'm working, uh, so what we'll, I'll get with you, uh, but it might be later on. It might be, you know, either today by midnight or one o'clock, depending on what time I go to bed and then, um, or tomorrow. Okay. So just, but you gotta, if you're having those issues, that's what you have to do. I think my, like I said, I've talked about this before. My worst case was probably because it, it affected me emotionally. She was 68 years old and she was, she was, it was terrible what she endured terrible and it was torturous it was pretty bad but I, I can't get into it because I, I didn't make a, a warning to let people know no children allowed because it was you know obviously there's uh, some things that I think children should not be aware of so okay um, 
Yes, a spirit in a photo that was in a human form, but all black and eyes in the face. Uh, I'd have to see it. I, I think it would be irresponsible, uh, LTG, for me to give you an opinion based on something that I haven't seen. So uh, you can certainly send it to me on Facebook. I'd, I'd be happy to see it. Everyone is welcome here. Yeah, everyone is welcome here. We, we just we just ask that people be kind. And I have friends from all walks of life, all walks of faith. And so I, again, I, I talked about the tongues. Uh, I'm not here to judge anybody who has, who speaks in tongues. There are people who absolutely are convinced that that is a gift of the Holy Spirit. And if that's how they uh, feel that, I, I'm not here to judge them or condemn them. It's just not, it's not my place. So... Because some people do, and I don't, never have, but that doesn't mean just because I haven't, it doesn't exist, you know. Yes, I performed 30 exorcisms. Book of Acts, what about it? They have the Holy Spirit. Well, uh, the Holy Spirit, you know, for me, when I'm listening to Gregorian chant, uh, I, or a liturgy that's, I, I don't want to be entertained. When I go to church, I don't want to be entertained. For me, I'm very much a traditionalist when it comes to that. Uh, I, I want to feel the power of the Holy Spirit within the church through the sacraments and through the sacramentals of the church. The sacramentals of the church is holy water, incense, the bells. I want to be able to experience it without having, exp- I don't need it explained to me because the symbols should explain themselves. So for me, I feel the Holy Spirit when I am in a church where it is, it is beautiful. It's uh, Latin or Novus Ordo. That's fine. I don't care. Novus Ordo. For me, what's important is that uh, the, the symbols are there. The Eucharist is present. And um, Gregorian chant, that's what I experience. Now, some people, when they go to church, they love it. They love the, 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 the charismatic music and and the drums and the guitar and the hey that 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 they feel the spirit that way, that's their way. I don't. That to me that when I go to a church where it's the drums and guitars and all this, it, actually that causes me anxiety. But that's me. For me, I prefer I prefer contemplative, um, quiet, reflective uh, prayer, uh, the rosary. And Gregorian chant. That's where I experience the Holy Spirit. Some people don't, and I'm not. Again, I'm not. Um, I am not here to judge anybody. Uh, some people say, "No, you can't experience the Holy Spirit if you if you go to an evangelical." Well, no, that's judging. And, and, and who are you to judge? You know, who are you, who, who's anybody to judge? I, I just don't. I don't believe in doing that. We all experience the Holy Spirit in different ways. Faith, you know, is. Believing without seeing, and that's why Jesus did the Sermon on the Mount. And, but don't let, don't let your faith be shaken by uh, so much that you see that's on social media. There's a lot of people that try to discredit God on social media. There's a lot of people that try to discredit Jesus. And I find that to be uh, problematic because, you know, they, they don't they don't have to believe if they don't want to believe that Jesus is the son of God. That's fine. That's their right. But when you go and, on social media, try to convince people that you're that they are right, you're wrong. That's where it's disrespectful. 
because I believe that everyone has a right to believe in what they want. If they want to work, if they want to think that the moon is their God, then that's their right to believe it. Now, I don't have to agree with it. But at the same time, I'm not going to shove my faith down anybody's throat. So the, the social media, we are inundated on social media with the, the, the discrediting Jesus. I mean, it's disgusting, disgusting. Some of the things that I saw on social media attacking Christ during Easter. It was just so, dis- it was disturbing. And I think, you know, of all the other religions in the world, why is it that Christianity is so viciously, or Christ is so viciously attacked? And Because literally people mocking the, the crucifixion, making fun of it, making jokes. I, I just, um, I, but I don't, to, to me, that's just proof uh, that the devil exists. Because the devil is going to do everything that it can to discredit Christ and his mission. And I don't listen to that. I don't listen. I don't allow that to even creep into my life. Simply don't. So I pray for those people. I pray that they have a conversion as Paul did. And we move forward. So. All right. Yeah, it's okay. If you, if you fall asleep for, during the rosary, that's, that's quite all right. But I would encourage you not to. I would encourage you try to stay awake. And uh, if you need to pray some Gregorian chant or something like that, or walk uh, walk around, sometimes that would help. If you had a rough day, if you're tired, because I pray the rosary. I, I have my rosary. I love my rosary. And um, I pray it daily. And so I understand because, you know, like you know, when you get up early in the morning and you've had a, a long, long day. So sometimes this is my rosary. So what I do is if I'm feeling tired and I have to pray, then I will get up and I will walk around. And by walking around and praying, that that helps wake me up. And then obviously I don't fall asleep while I'm praying the rosary because it is meditative. It's quite, for me, it's, it, I love it. So, but that's each person is, um, okay. Well, we don't really know how tall Jesus was, but I, I would, the, you know, the people in Jesus' time uh, probably were maybe five foot, maybe five foot two, maybe. Uh, that's one rabbi that I heard. Uh, he's a historical biblical uh, theologian. And uh, so that's one thing that, that he argued. Uh, Goliath was uh, probably around six foot eight to seven foot two. So it depends on who you speak to. Some um, biblical scholars say that is one of one of the two because it describes them in the Old Testament, and there's a little deviance as far as uh, the stone and the definition of of the description. But most scholars agree that uh, Goliath was about six foot eight to seven foot two, somewhere around then. And if you're five foot tall, then you, the seven foot two a seven foot two person could be you can consider that a giant. See, that's the thing. Uh, the term giant is very subjective because uh, some people consider giants twenty feet tall. Some other other people might consider a seven foot man a giant, so that's that's what I mean. It's very subjective when you talk about giants, and uh, but that's probably what uh, what I think biblical scholars argue about: six foot eight, seven foot two. So again, which is a tall man. I mean, if you're five foot tall and you're seeing this, you know, this huge tall guy, well, a giant is a, he's like a giant. It's an analogy. 
uh, yes, I, I, I do. Uh, do you go through a process uh, after an exorcism besides? Yeah, I do. I'm not going to go into the process of what we go through prior or after. Oh, I'm very sorry about uh, the, the, the loss of your mom. May the perpetual light of Jesus shine upon her and grant her eternal rest. Well, thank you there, uh, Carol. D, I appreciate that. Uh, would I teach how to pray the rosary? Yeah, I can. I can I can teach how to pray the rosary. Maybe one day we'll do that uh, after I do Revelation. Yeah. Okay. I love icons. Yeah, certainly do. So I'm going to uh, I'm I'm going to log off here. Uh, I am just dead tired, and I have to make some calls uh, tonight. So for those of you who are on um, a Spreaker, I'm going to say good night to you guys. Mm-hmm.